All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, a little bit of background. Here's a little bit of behind the scenes. We'll be pretty transparent about everything. We finished the recording for University Series Part 2, yeah, The Dollar Game, dollar talking game. about Mizzou. We take off our headphones. We end the recording. <laughs> and we start talking more about the dollar game and more ideas we had. And Yeah, because yeah, I was like, that was really short. And yeah. you're like, no, that was actually like right That was 25 time. minutes, yeah. I was like, damn. And so, yeah, and then we started talking about more things. And yeah. we were both kind of looked at each other like we still have all the recording stuff set up. Like, so we would just like to record this. And if you enjoy the bonus feature, you're more than welcome to. If not, at least we have a recording of it. So what we were talking about is mm-hmm. basically, let me recap this, is we were talking about Mizzou. And we were like, we don't think that the dollar game could be ready for this fall. We don't think it would be done appropriately we need buy-in from multiple departments and we need time to build out the experience and build out the system that we're going to use to track this information most importantly the crm i think that's the biggest thing and the app maybe if there could be an app option Mm -hmm. would be amazing so we said um currently we're sitting in here in the recording studio in march of 2022 so we were saying like fall of 2023 this could be ready Mm mm-hmm and we said that it needs to be a task force of people. Preferably, you could hire Jen and I to sit and, and chair your task force. We'd happily be able to do that for you. And just, you know, these brains up here, just always always ticking, always thinking. Crazy so, ideas. Yeah, if you want somebody that's going to, like Jen said previously, accept all crazy ideas and not say no and ask the question of, well, how do we do this? Then mm-hmm. that's us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, we said also on the task force, I said alumni relations, university events, athletics. You said you need housing, residential student life, involvement. student involvement. What else? Um, admissions. Admissions. I alumni mean, relations. Really, you almost need a little bit of somebody from mm-hmm. every department on mm-hmm. this. Because like we said, like the success of this, there needs to be buy-in from the staff. Mm-hmm. And like this is an all-hands-on-deck kind of experience. And what a great opportunity is what I was, this is when we decided to start recording again. <laughs> yeah. Have brand ambassadors. Ooh. Staff members that are brand ambassadors mm-hmm. and students that are brand ambassadors. Ugh. Influencers. I mean, think about that. So here I go, referring back to Salesforce. I did a badge that talks about Salesforce did an, an update from classic to lightning. And it talks about moving your company over to the new system. And there's going to be naysayers and there's going to be people that are reluctant and different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so you need to find those people that are like just full steam ahead. Like we're 100% on board. We're passionate about this. We're passionate about Mizzou athletics. We think this is going to be successful. Grab those people and have natural influencers. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and that's what I think on a side note for higher education is like we're young professionals. And I think we have crazy ideas. I don't know if they're successful or not. I don't know. But, like, why does it have to be before your crazy ideas can be heard that you need 10 years of experience or 15 years of experience? Mm -hmm. We're the people of tomorrow. Like, why? And I know everywhere is different, but, like. Well, because by the time that we get those years of experience and we now bring these ideas, it's too late. Right. Like, it's way too late. Right. Especially how fast the world moves these days. Like, you really have to jump on the wagon as soon yes. as you see it. Right. 
Um, and I think that's also why this podcast has been created is we're like, man, we got these crazy ideas. But who's listening? Who's listening? And like, they're not things that necessarily like we're in the midst of. Like we right. don't currently work at Mizzou or no. have really any true investment, but it was no. a crazy idea that we had that we wanted to just like put out there to also then further stem more um, like unique thought and yep and creativity into what people we wanted a platform for our opinion and that's why i always say nobody asked for this but i'm going to give it to you so (laughs) um with that being said grab those brand ambassadors there are going to be people out there that are 100 percent behind you Mm -hmm. and they're going to have crazy ideas as well and get them on board immediately because those Mm -hmm. are going to be the same people that are going to volunteer their time to interact and talk with people during and in between like um during the game like during breaks and stuff like that and and just the awesome opportunities to have those people also working the cash registers at your concession stand and then also those people talking to people as they come and go um throughout the game to where it's a whole experience i we didn't even talk about like the awesome opportunity that it could be for athletics and those people to do tailgating before the game and like to have a social outside where they talk to uh, invite those people in early, like to the parking lots and stuff and have an awesome space for cornhole and spike ball and all those different things and and let those brand ambassadors do work and and let those students and grab those social influencers and do work because this is going to catch on. The second that you talk about a dollar game and that hits Instagram, that hits TikTok, they talk about 10 different students post a TikTok about, mm-hmm. oh, this is my university. It's packed. Your application through yeah, the roof. Totally. You're going to, you're going to see it. You're going to see it. That just actually made me think of too, like this group, this task force to put this together. It's like, why don't we have some past alum that remember yeah. Yeah. how amazing it used to be to sit in, in a, a stadium that was fully packed. Right. It's like, why aren't we bringing them on too, to kind of experience what happened in the past too like mm-hmm. what made it so great like what were you feeling what were you seeing yeah it's like some of those things too are traditions that yeah. like maybe we've gotten away from too and some of those older alum are gonna yep. be like oh it's back like this is i feel that again here's my thing too talking about alumni i would want them on board of my task force because mm-hmm. let's talk about let's work with alumni in a, a larger group of let's say donors as well yeah. and be like wasn't this like if they had their own if we had their own suite of like oh if you've donated to the to mizzou more than a million dollars in your lifetime or whatever you can have this suite option and then it's like while you're in there you have some of your task force or your brand ambassadors in there chatting with them and like oh yeah wasn't this dollar game amazing well, wouldn't it be even more amazing once we finally get that renovation done over there? Or wouldn't it be more amazing? Um, the applications are through the roof for students to live on campus. Wouldn't it be amazing if we filled up those residential halls again? Mm-hmm. But they need they need a little bit of a renovation or update right now. Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing? And then you're in a room full of donors. And they see it. They experience it again. They feel it. Yeah. They feel that Mizzou pride. And that's like, well, maybe I can up my donation or, or maybe I can talk to so-and-so mm-hmm. or maybe get those big corporate partners in there and say, you see this? We're packed again. We're here for the city. We're here for the yeah. community. We're here for Mizzou. Join us. Or even like you had said, like adding alumni have like a day where students right. are coming in. 
it's like why aren't our alumni having opportunity to talk to these yeah. upcoming students because like maybe yeah. that feels a whole new like i want to be a part of this like right. sense of belonging like they get a feeling of like what it's gonna be like to be a mizzou or maybe you do something too like your five-year anniversary of being an alumni Mm -hmm. Like you can join the student section again <gasps> and be free instead of the dollar game. It'd be free. Yeah. Go back to the student section. First hundred people, cool. first 200 people, whatever. And relive your, relive your glory days. Cause five years is like nothing. It is nothing. Like you're still in your twenties. I'm like five years post-graduation. I feel like. Get out of here. The pandemic really added a lot of years. Don't even. <laughs> no, I graduated back in May. So not even a year ago, <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Like, those are also other opportunities, and that could be even other games. They do, that doesn't even have to be mm -hmm. at the dollar game. Maybe at a different game, a normal game, normal ticket prices. Mm -hmm. You just send an invitation out to five-year alumni, join the student section again, and you know we'll charge you a reduced rate or something like that. And so this just made me think, tying back to um, University Series Part One. Yeah. If we're tracking all this information from yes. students, yes. if we already knew yes. that they were attending certain games, like, hey, come to this soccer game. We know you love soccer right. when you were here as right. a Mizzou student. Like, come on back. Yep. Um, and it'll be free. And that goes into our micro-marketing as well. Yeah. It's like... Like, we want to thank you for being alum. And yeah. then they're like, what? And then they right. want to spend more money when they're there mm -hmm. because they spent nothing to get there. And my other reason, going back to part one of why that is so important, is because you might have students, for me, for example, if you tracked my information, mm -hmm. you would know that I probably went to 10 or 15 soccer games a year at my university, where nobody's going to really think of me mm -hmm. as a alumni that's going to donate to the soccer team, because mm -hmm. I just randomly went. But if you had the data of how many times I went to a soccer game, you would say, well, let's throw him in that pool and see if he donates. And be like, you yeah. know, the soccer team's looking for a locker room renovation. We'd love for you to be a partner in that. Mm -hmm. Can you donate $25 a month? That's what I'm talking about, people. We need to get away from we need $100 million donations. Instead, we need 100,000 people to donate $5 a month. Yeah. And that's going to make you way difference. more money. And that's where micro-marketing comes in. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, so-and-so, I saw that you were... A, you know always went to the luau every year will you donate five dollars a month for this 12 months to help sponsor this luau and, and let them do xyz mm -hmm. like come on people where are we like yeah, why are we looking like, for yeah. 100 million dollar donations it's not there yeah not anymore because you already have students that are like well i'm still paying you back for all my student loans right so it's like a big ticket number does not look enticing to them no but if you start like chipping away and making it a more reasonable number, yes. like not only will you have more people that'll buy into it, right? But in the end, you may even get more out of it than you ever thought you could have. And alumni relations should be more involved in the sense too. Is I'm thinking right now for your bigger events that a lot of students attended, homecoming formal maybe for example, which by the way we're going to do a mini series on homecoming formal coming up, so look forward to that. <laughs> Let's take homecoming formal for example. Um, for We had an organization, uh, a committee that, that runs our homecoming formal. I would have that committee's president do a 60-second video every year inviting alumni to donate for the formal. And mm -hmm. that's what I would send out to those students I'd, or, or those alumni. I'd push it to their 
to their um, XYZ University application and XYZ um, email and say, hear from current president of XYZ organization who's hosting formal this year that would love to love to see your participation and help putting this on. And in return, we'll do XYZ, like put you on the TV or, or something like that. Like mm-hmm. all about sponsorships and different stuff like that. And that's small amounts. I mean, small amounts of money is going to turn into big donations over time. Yes. Um, another thought I had too is like, I feel like we go really hard for alumni during like homecoming right. and like alumni weekend. Yep. Usually it's tied in together typically. Yep. Well, if you start like creating this, you're almost creating like mini alumni weekends. Yeah. Um, and then you also could start like, like, I feel like you went to a lot of soccer games because you knew a lot of the people that played soccer right. at the time. Right. So, like, if you start marketing to, like, you all that went and those that played, now you have an even bigger reason to want to go to it because you're like, oh, my God, so-and-so's going to be there. Like, I haven't seen them since we graduated. Like, right. what are they up to? Yep. And, like, not only are you going there to watch soccer, now you're going to get to have a networking opportunity to see mm-hmm. how your friends are doing, where they're at, yep. that you haven't cut kept really close contact with um so like that's another incentive of like doing this too and you just made me think about if we are doing these mini alumni events at all of our all of these different mini alumni events uh, mm-hmm. we have one for soccer one for basketball we have one for homecoming formal all of these different things well now you can create a donation package for these alumni oh if you pay a hundred dollars a month every month for a minimum of one year then you'll get information about all of these different mini events that you can attend Mm -hmm. where alumni will be and donors will be attending and we'll have a special, special little side area for you. So Mm -hmm. like you get access to the, it's basically like how flights do lounges. Like if, if you, if you're first class, you get a lounge while you're, yeah, while you're waiting for the flight, the same thing. Well, if you're a donor that donates a hundred dollars a month, well, you have access to Suite 127 mm-hmm. at every one of the every event that you go to. That's going to have maybe you know a cocktail or a cheap drink or even you know just a few finger foods or something like that. And that's an awesome opportunity to show respect to your alumni, yeah. and then also encourage them. It's uh, it's another great way to give a perk to donation. Yes, because they like the satisfaction of an instant reward and for me too like it's kind of cool if you're like if you're with your buddies and you know with some of your work buddies and you go to the mizzou game or something like that you're like oh actually i have suite level access so (laughs) why don't we go we'll we'll go right over here we'll check out the suite we'll hang out here and grab a drink and Mm -hmm. we don't have to wait in the concession stand line like yeah or there's a private bathroom or something like that like Mm -hmm. i mean Right there, having private access to a bathroom and maybe skipping oh, the concession bless. stand line. There you go. You're done. You get my $100 a month. And like it's a clean bathroom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes that's what I'm talking about. It's like you, you if you're going to get a hot dog and popcorn and, a, and soda, like we could provide that to you in a, in a suite that we have blocked off just for star donors or whatever. we when The black and gold donors or whatever we want to call them if this is Mizzou. Right. Yeah. Tiger Paw Donors Club. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm spitballing ideas here. <laughs> you all can tell that this one was not planned. This one was 
No. This is just spur of the moment. Spitballing ideas now. But I think that's an awesome opportunity. Low investment. And mm-hmm. you could do that at every... Because you already have the space and you already have the goods. So why not just put it in a location that's more exclusive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People love to be part of the exclusive group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least get to flaunt it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I have sweet level access. <laughs> that's what I sound like when I have sweet level access. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I think I'm glad that we yeah, quickly yeah. did a part two to that because I think just and this should be a testament of what this podcast is supposed to be to people. This is supposed mm-hmm. to be an opportunity to get your brain thinking about different experiences that mm-hmm. could be reimagined for the better and for tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. when I say... I think I see too many corporations, too many businesses staying stagnant and just assuming that, you know, their population that's that's paying their bills right now or the age range of 45 to 60. Oh, as soon as the next group turns 45, like they'll gen- like this generation turns 45, they'll, they'll morph into. Yeah, this they'll group. morph. No, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if that's your strategic goals and strategic plans, wake up, yeah. like wake up. That's not going to be it. Like. I'm concerned for you and your company because when I turn 45, I am not going to be the same person as who's 45 today because they didn't have cell phones as soon as they were like, I mean, for me, it was like elementary school that cell phones were out as early as I can remember. As early as I can remember, we had some version of the internet. We had some version of a computer. We had some version of a cell phone. From the very beginning. And then for the next generation, they've always had at least a smartphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even the way they like hold their hands to like signify a phone now is very different. Right. Which is still mind blowing to me. But. And that's what I'm, that's, I think that's the whole reason that we think this podcast is important is mm-hmm. hopefully this gets to somebody in a, in a place of importance and it sparks curiosity and if you would like to pay us a lot of money to give you ideas, we're always happy to do that. <laughs> um, but if anything, hopefully it just sparks curiosity for your team. Mm-hmm. And also it's just two of us. Like these are crazy ideas that just like pop into our brain and we yeah. start like feeding off of each other with it all. But also like if you have more ideas or crazy ideas and you just want a platform to be able to like express those, mm-hmm. like feel free, like add comments, like yeah. suggestions, thoughts or questions that you have further um yeah if you can't tell we're super passionate about this like that's why we started recording again and so if anything this should encourage you more to be like well actually what about this or what about this because i'm going to be sitting there reading these comments and go why did i not think of that yeah exactly we'll probably have to like give little snippets (laughs) in our next episode to be like i saw a comment back on episode two this needs to be addressed. This was an amazing idea. Well, once again, we never say no. We say, how right. can we make it happen? Right. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, and here's my thing too, is like, there's no commitment. Like, you're more than welcome to say whatever you want in our comments. And it's not like, I'm going to hold you to it. Like, you need to have this done in three years. It's just ideas. Yeah. Just brainstorming. But once again, Hopefully this sparks some innovation for tomorrow and, and we need to accelerate this at, at a, a fast rate of, of innovation and mm-hmm. get things moving for, for a better tomorrow. It's going to be pretty exciting. Um, well, hopefully too, like this is planting the seeds and make these ideas actually 
come to fruition. You're right. Like, because, like, these are just ideas right now, and it really takes people that are in some of these categories and areas yeah. um, to actually be like, you know what, like, that actually could work, or, right. like, that actually is a good idea, and, like, let's see what we can do to make it happen. Because um, that's how you're really going to see change. And if anything, hopefully you're asking your supervisor questions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fortunate to work in an office that I ask a lot of questions and they give me a lot of answers. And that's amazing because I do have questions. I'm a young recruiter for, for a college or university. I'm 22 years old. There's a little background about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm recruiting the next generation of college students. And my supervisor, she's young. Don't worry, everybody. If you're listening to this, you're young. Um, <laughs> but sh- she grew up in a different generation, and, yeah. and college recruitment has changed a lot while she's been in charge, and and mm-hmm. and that's why I think she does value our input and stuff, and because the way that we recruited 20 years ago is not the way that we can recruit today. No, well, because those students are different. And we're even seeing this change in real time right now, and we'll maybe talk about admissions recruitment in the future. But people aren't checking their email anymore. People. No. And that's where a lot of universities are still recruiting. People aren't checking their email. So with this whole snippet, that's kind of like went off the rails of dollar game. And now we're just kind of chatting. But it made me think of this presentation I was just in with one of our VPs where I work. Mm -hmm. Um, And in his presentation, like one of the things he talked about, because it was all about creativity and innovation and and whatnot. Won't he be excited once he finally, this podcast makes it to his desk? I want to pick that man's brain so bad. Like he'll, you'll be like, or he'll be like, this whole time, I was presenting to you, and you had all these ideas. Why didn't you just cut me off at any point? If you could have seen me in that (laughs) meeting, I was like, another thing, another thing, (laughs) and he was like, well, he kept looking at me like, uh, you know how you can just like get that feeling of like they want to say something more, yeah, and like they keep making eye contact with the presentation, and I was like, hmm. When people are presenting, I usually have a lot of thoughts and opinions, and I'm just like, oh, this is not the place. This this isn't a conversation. This is a conversation. We'll we'll get back to that. But by the way, you got to watch this on YouTube as well. If you're listening to us, every once in a while, go watch us because we are having a conversation. It's a pretty cool backdrop and stuff, but I think it's pretty funny, our our expressions and stuff. So Yes. But the question that he had in this presentation was, what would they fire or who would they fire to hire you? Mm-hmm. So, like, what are you doing? Because, like, this goes into, like, the saturated market right. of, like, there's a bunch of people doing the exact same thing. Yes. And what are you doing to, like, make your experience ultimately better? That it makes whatever they were using, no longer do they want to use it. And now they want to be right and use what you have. Hmm. Isn't that a good question? That is good. I think like I think it's think just I think it's a good point too of like technology is evolving as well, and so maybe it's not who would you fire to hire you, but what's the next innovation that's gonna make your job not a hundred person job and make it a ten person job? Yes. And why? And how are you in the ten? Work smarter, not harder. Right. But mm-hmm. I, th- I think it is a refocus of like, yeah. I think you'll always be in that small group of 10 people that stay if you are pushing for a better tomorrow. You are innovating. You are coming up with ideas. Like, mm-hmm. 
and like thinking of things that other people have thought of but just didn't think that that was yeah like the next step i think if we get time sometimes during one of our seasons we should talk about we'll talk about our experience when we worked in residential life together we had a lot of fun talk about life we could write a book (laughs) we could write a book but also talk about this was during a pandemic that we both worked in residential life together and it was i was a residential assistant and and jen was my supervisor and um we'll just give you a snippet of we had close to 500 400 500 500 close to 500 students stay on zoom with us for three hours for bingo Mm -hmm. that's the snippet that i'll give you um if you want more information on that or even coming out of the pandemic on how to make a successful event, please hire us for your next speaking opportunity. Um, we'll come in person. We'll travel anywhere in the world. I have a passport. Oh, so I need to get a passport. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want us to come speak at your, uh, in your next event, your next leadership opportunity, your next retreat, anything, let us know. Ooh, we like warm, warm, warm climates. So. But if you pay us, I'll happily go to Alaska. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, it's beautiful in Alaska. It is. And it's not always cold. It is. It is. That's true. That is true. That is true. Let's go in the warmer months. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, Jen might only go to warmer places, but I'll go anywhere. I'll go anywhere. I mean, if, if there's heating, I'll be there. <laughs> and if I, and, if I'm warned and I can prepare yeah. appropriately the clothes that I need to bring. And here's what's sad is we're I'll so passionate there. about higher education that the dollar amount could be minimal and we would probably still do it if we could cover our expenses yes. just to have just to be able to pass along our passion. Why is this turned and into be a, com- a be a part of an experience? Yes. Why is this turned yes. into a commercial for our speaker series? That's okay. Maybe we can tie this into our um what the what was that uh our first episode, our pilot, our trailer. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can add snippets of this to that. Yeah. Well, we have now officially reached a whole nother episode time. No, um, are you sure? We are at 26 minutes. So um, we're going to cut this off. I think we are done um, for this recording session. But thanks for joining us for this impromptu part two. We hope to see you on YouTube. We hope to see you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, Instagram. Please, yes, please do reach out to us if you have questions or would like to pick our brains. Um, we obviously like to pick the brains of people above us. And so um, we are always happy to sit down and have conversations. And we might even record it to see if anything good comes out of it. So hope you enjoyed Mizzou Dollar Game. Um, that's part a fun two. one. That's a fun one. Part two. Yeah. And we'll see you for the rest of our season. Thanks, everybody. Bye.